Arborina. Also, disclaimer, don't listen to him. <laughs> oh, shit, not this. Which is pretty significant when you're 85 years old. <laughs> That's brutal, dude. <laughs> Chance! 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 <laughs> Welcome to episode 28 of A Fighting Chance. I'm Jared, and we've got Salvador! What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. I thought you, I thought you were going with a tame intro, and then you throw Dude, in no, I, I'm tame for myself, but I always right. get excited and just pumped up for saying your name, because you are Salvador the Ox Garcia. Thank you, You've thank been you. here the whole time, and uh, we all love you. And I know this is an exciting week for you. I'm... I'm through the roof right now. I'm to the moon. And um, that is because this weekend is the UFC 286, where Leon Edwards, Leon Rocky Edwards, gets to keep his belt, just take it home once again for the second time. And I am um, I'm feeling very confident about this. I've uh, been listening to a lot of the media day, and I've been listening to everybody. I mean, yeah. <laughs> But seriously, Leon's got an extra kind of sound to uh, to his confidence, to his to his answers, to to all the questions, and I'm I'm feeling really really good about him going into this fight. I think uh, I think Kamaru's on the way out. I think he's turning 36, coming up real soon. I think Leon's a you know nice solid 31, prime prime age, and that knockout is gonna really affect. Tomorrow in Leon's hometown, or you know, home country, not hometown, but close enough. So I'm, I'm, I couldn't be more excited for this weekend. How are you feeling? Being Wedrick. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. Being Wedrick. Thank you, Gilbert Burns. No, and I agree with soon, everything you're. Yeah, What's I up? was just saying maybe, maybe soon Gilbert will be able to get in there with. Being Wedrick. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I would want to see that. Uh, but yeah, I agree with everything you're saying that I, I do think Usman is like, uh, it's just a hard, that's a bad knockout to come back from. Like, regardless of your skill, uh, just physically, your body's gonna want to shut off a little earlier just cause it's felt that it doesn't want to do it again. Uh, so it has nothing to do with like, oh, his skill is declining. Cause I mean, he's winning four rounds of, you know, the five rounds of that fight. Um, and yeah, I just, you know. I think, I think this is it. I feel it. It's Leon's time, but how does he get it done this time? That's what I've been uh, super back and forth on, because um, we did see in the first fight that he can wrestle early, uh, Leon. Right. So who knows if he gets a submission? I mean, because if you remember the first fight, he got him down with the takedown, and then he got his back. It was just kind of late in the round, but uh, I mean. If he can work in the jiu-jitsu, kind of throw off uh, Usman, who knows if he could pull that off. Or um, if he can fend off the takedowns the whole fight, then it's a kickboxing masterpiece for a decision. I I think, I don't know if I can predict how he gets it done. I just think he can get it done anyway. Like I think every uh, avenue is very possible for Leon. He's going to mix in the mixed martial arts. Yeah. Um, dude, not only do I remember that in the first round, but I told you in our amazing clip that's doing very well of and still and still and or new um, that you were doing about Leon, which I'm very you know very impressed with your clip making for this channel. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, so I told you in that that I need to go back and rewatch the whole fight because hmm. it's just that important. It's such an important part of our history, and I did that. On Sunday when I was leaving, or on Monday when I was leaving Savannah, while getting ready in the room, I went back, listened to the entire thing, and it is it was the perfect way to start this week, to just have that oh, yeah. be, yeah, just listen to all, especially when the commentators are going off in the end, and you got Dean Thomas coming in, it's, it's just, you know, it sounds like he's entering like a hurricane. He really sounds like a hurricane news reporter. I'm sticking to that. It's amazing. <laughs> It's literally like every time he comes in, you hear like, a and then Dean yeah. starts, and we got, and it's it's just <laughs> awesome. But it uh, you got Dean and then Anik and everybody's just talking about how you know the victory will just be getting you know to the last bell, and it's just like 
Leon's just like, I don't think so. Slow your roll. And just land it, it it just happens so fast like as somebody who's not even watching it you're just like listening to them talk they're literally in their normal speaking voice and then it's just oh like they just erupt yeah. and it's it still is my favorite i i'm sticking to even what i said in that clip that i was listening to with emily where i say that that was my favorite moment of the entire year when leon got that head kick and um i also got married last year and that's a close second she heard that clip Did and was she, she thought Dude, she thought it was hilarious. It was great. She agreed. Yeah, she understood. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, yeah, she was like, I don't know. She didn't even know that the wedding would make the second best thing of the year. But, <laughs> she's so like, she I get it. If you got Yuri there. I mean, that was pretty nasty, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, she's like, what? She's like, what about Glover and Yuri? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I remember watching that fight. Kind of, I was like fully rooting for Leon and, uh, it just every round you get like more demoralized. It's like, all right, I see where this is going. Uh, you just can't stop Usman's wrestling. And then just when like or his my dad cheating, was, dude. or his yeah. cheating, the fence exactly. grabs, the it was altitude. like a annoying fight. It was like, ah, oh, this sure. is just, ah, uh, this sucks. And my dad was turning off the lights. Like we were getting ready to just turn off the TV. We weren't even going to watch the decision. Cause it's like, you know, who's going to win. Um, yeah. And then this dude just pulls it out of nowhere. And you're, and, and I, I just, I was like, uh, uh, you know, I didn't know how to react. I was like, does this really, uh, uh, it felt like a dream. It felt like a freaking dream. Your dad is a lot like, um, I don't know. He's very spiritual, kind of a, you know, what I would think of when I think of like a, a person with like wizard, like powers. Do you yeah, think yeah. him turning that light off had anything to do with it? Maybe. We call him the ancient he- one. <laughs> Where is old wise one? That's how we yeah, say. I would think he would he would be able to control something like that. But I mean, yeah. I really believe a lot of it had to do with the altitude. And, oh, and another thing, Leon grabs the fence once, and they put him back in position in the fourth round. They're literally yeah. like, like Herb stops the fight. He's like, no, 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 get back down there. And he faked um, he, like, he faked the cut the nut shot. Usman did like it was clearly clearly belt line. It was not. It didn't hit his nuts at all. Or his his yeah. private area. His. <laughs> also, we've got a Manscaped commercial coming up next. Yeah, Ian <laughs> Manscaped. we got to get sponsored by Manscaped. Yeah, the lawnmower um, 9000 will be coming at you in a few years. But yeah, big weekend. I've been... Uh, uh, yeah, I've, I've still been trying not to think about it. Because it just stresses me out thinking about the fight. Well, what about the other fights? Do they stress you out at all? Not really. Not really. I'm like, I'm excited for the Gaethje fight, but I'm not like heavily invested in either one of them. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you got, I'm sure you got feelings of picks. Yeah, cool I got to, physique. Because I mean, the card's so big. Let's just go through some, some picks right now. Yeah. You, well, you could even do we my both segment. Have, you know. have Leon or you're like rooting for Leon to win? Oh, no, dude. I have Leon. You're full 100 or 100%? Full 100%. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm committed. I'm, I'm going with I you there. I know Kamara could easily, could easily do the same thing that he's done oh, in most right. of his fights. Well, before we move on from that fight, since we're already talking yeah. about it, uh, I had this written down. Where does... Um, so, right now, where is Leon ranked, do you think, all-time at 170? And then, if he wins this rematch, where do you think that ranks him again? Because... He did beat, you know, before this fight, they were saying Usman is like, is he the welterweight GOAT? So that's a pretty big, uh, you know, that's not like a toss-away win. Where do you think I he's need, ranked? I need like a dominant performance, though, not just a head kick knockout in the fifth round. I need something that just you need puts to prove the, himself. Yeah, I need the stamp of approval of that being, him being the GOAT in that sense. Um, and, and still... That wouldn't do it for me. I would still need him to defend against other people, like a few. Well, times. not goat. I'm just saying, like, do you think he's well, the top five all time at that division? Like, because I mean, he's on a uh, what now ten fight unbeaten streak, eleven I think. Uh, yeah. He beat the number one pound for pound. Uh, that's you know, those are pretty big accomplishments. He's beaten a lot of guys at 170 that are, you know, mainstay top contenders. He's beat legends. Like he's who? got a pretty stacked like resume. Let's go. Th- yeah, but let's go through it. He beat RDA. 
He beat, you know, uh, like Prime 170 RDA, not current RDA. He beat um, Cowboy, not on a de- decline. Like, that was also kind of peak Cowboy. He mm-hmm. beat uh, Vicente Luque. He beat uh, Brian Barberena. Um, let's see. Who else? Nate Diaz. He beat a legend in Nate Diaz. I beat up Nate Diaz pretty bad. Uh, yeah. He was beating up Bilal Muhammad. I mean, like, that was kind of a no contest, uh, literally. For sure. No, he was doing really, he was doing very well in that fight. Who's, I feel like what, Bilal number three, number four? Yeah, Bilal's yeah. leveled up a lot since that fight. Um, yeah, obviously, I really think, but I mean, uh, that would have been a win for him. Uh, dude, I need, uh, I need a Leon against Colby fight. I need him to defeat Colby. <sighs> I need that to but happen. But you think Colby would get a shot again? Yes. For sure, because... <sighs> Besides Hamzat right now, like Kobe is still considered the number one contender of Walter Wade out there. He's the I, he's the I, one I, that gave gave Kamara the be- like the biggest uh, really the, the biggest fight was that one. Were those two? I mean, I already kind of consider Hamzat like out of one seventy. Um, yeah, but I'm t- I'm hearing rumors that he'll still come back for a, uh, for a title. Yeah, well, I mean, when he's champion, maybe. But I feel like if you're talking about, okay, this guy's going to fight this guy, and then they're going to get a title shot, I think Hamza is either they're not letting him do it at 70, or he's looking at going 85, because I know he's been putting on uh, size. So yeah. I think the real fight is Shavkat versus Colby. Then whoever wins that gets the title. And I don't think Colby Covington is going to get through Shavkat. After what he did to Jeff Neal, I don't know. I- I think uh, I think you could do Colby against Leon. Leon beats Colby, then Colby against Shavkat. Uh, but I why, think would, you, against, why uh, would you shelf Shavkat for that long? It's not shelving him. He still hasn't even beaten anybody in the top five. Give him a top five guy. Give him Colby give Covington. Shav, give Shavkat to Bilal first. You think Colby Covington should get a title shot off of one win against Jorge Masvidal? Well, no, but you're talking to somebody who believes that he also beat the former champ. So, that, you know. Former that champ. Now it doesn't hold any. I mean, if Leon beats Usman again, so what, you you know. Well, also. You if, almost beat also, the guy that just got beaten twice. But it's also not just that. I mean, Dana White would stand in front of a room of cameras and say Colby Covington is the number one contender. I mean, he he literally said besides until Leon got that head kick knockout. It was Colby and Kamara, like back and forth, back and forth, and everybody else was kind of beneath them in his in in his mind. So just because he's been out because of God knows what's going on in the court case and everything, like I don't know. I mean, I I miss a Colby Covington fight, that's for sure. Here's another question though, because technically Kamara is the number one contender. You think yeah. if he loses to Leon? He fights back to a title shot, or you think he just retires? Because that's also bu- you could also look at doing. Maybe you do the trilogy. I I know I was actually saying that earlier today. Like that's the only thing that would make sense besides retiring. He would either have to go back down to fight again to get back to the top for the title, and that would be a third fight with Colby. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm kind of thinking if if the fight goes the way I hope it goes this weekend, then he retires. Yeah, because like you're looking at if he loses, Mm -hmm. yeah, if he loses and he's gonna take a fight in the top ten or whatever, right? uh, He beat Colby, but maybe you could do the trilogy. He's not gonna take the Hamza fight. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, He might take the the Bilal fight. uh, Who knows? He beat Gilbert already. I don't think he would also take the Shavkat fight. And like then you're getting the Stephen Thompson, Jeff Neal. Like those aren't enticing for him to go fight that low. You know what I mean? Yeah, him and Colby is always going to be a big fight, though. So I, I could, st- I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, because that's always a, ma- a main event. Like that is a people want to see that fight happen again for sure. It was an awesome, and especially, fight. especially if he's not the champion. Like them yeah, on a level that Colby's playing just going to talk so much trash. So much. Well, them trash. on a level playing field where it doesn't feel like, you know, in the championship rounds, like they're kind of helping the champion out which def- right. definitely feels that way sometimes okay. and you go back and watch those fights i get what you mean yeah yeah i mean that yeah that is a banger matchup it's just it's uh it's really 
the whole question at 170 is what the hell happens with Hamza, pretty much. Because uh, I think everything kind of clears up once that whole situation is through with. You know, it, it's such a, it's like a shit stain on the division that no one yeah. knows how to deal with. I hope that Leon gets to keep the belt and then fights a few more guys that we're thinking right now are just levels above people that he's defeated before. Because like when you say like Barbarino and you say even like RDA in his prime, like those are great wins and, you know, Nate Diaz. But like I want to know if Leon can get through Kamaro twice and then beat like Shavkat, an actual another fight with Bilal while Bilal's, you know, fighting the fight that he is currently you know beat colby beat all these guys maybe even hamzat like if he can do that man i because there's nobody in this whole organization that i'd be happier for than leon edwards to be able to like walk through not walk through but truly defend the belt five six times like that would be an unbelievable thing i mean it technically if you look at the shafkat fight um that is winnable for him if he can neutralize the wrestling. Just because uh, Shafkat kind of struggles with, like, down-the-pipe stuff. So, you know, a lot of straight kickboxing, basically. Which is yeah. literally Leon's specialty. Um, and, you know, and he's a champion. That's, like, that's a whole other level in terms of preparation and, and camps and resources. So, you know, Shafkat is human at the end of the day as much as... He looks terrifying. So that's that's winnable. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's int- this this fight is going to be very telling for what's going to happen in the future of this division. Sometimes I uh, find myself listening to the Anakin Florian uh, podcast. You ever check that out? Uh, a couple times, yeah. It's with the uh, you know John Anik and Ken Flo. It's a very very good listen sometimes. And, um, dude, my favorite part about it is they always have, uh, Ray Longo on and he is, he's an entertainer. Like, I don't even care about his knowledge of MMA. He's truly amazing. Yeah. And, um, and Matt Sarah came on this, uh, this week as well with Ken Flory or with, uh, Ray Longo because, because <laughs> of, of Marab Devwalishvili's big win. And, um, so I'm listening to that and, uh, Part of what they were talking about was recapping um, um, Shavkat. All these mm. names. Uh, recapping Shavkat. <laughs> and Kenny Florian was talking about the, that, fight, that fight. And um, basically said the big, I mean, amazing Shavkat. You know, we all know how great he is. But Jeff Neal really hurt Shavkat a few times in yeah. that fight. And he was talking about, like, the damage that we don't ever think about that he was taking in that fight. And he said, if he still, if he continues to fight that way, it's not going to look good against the top guys. Like right now he has, Kenny Florian literally said he has to fix some of the holes in his game to compete with people a level above him. Yeah. Cause look at, um, look at how Gilbert Burns did Hamza. Uh, it's kind of the same thing where like, they're really great grappling. They have solid striking. There's no head movement. It's, it's kind of like, if you're tough enough and you can hit hard enough, you definitely have a chance in those kinds of fights. But uh, so like I, I feel like a, I feel like a Gilbert Burns fight is a bad matchup for Shavkat. I Yeah. Out of anyone no, I, in I, that I, top five. But I mean, he was just saying like even that fight against Jeff Neal will take years off your life. Yeah, and I think if Jeff Neal goes into that fight 100, percent I think that's also a very different fight. He looked, uh, he looked off. He looked like he was yeah. hurt or something. Yeah, I think Jeff Neal is always a, you know, he has potential to beat anybody when he's at his best. Yeah. Because, I mean, look at how Shavkat looked prior to that fight. He hadn't got, you know, touched. It was, he was right. pretty much just completely walking through it. I mean, you walk through Neil Magny, like, pretty fast. You got to be very high level to be able to just wash through somebody like that. Well, so did Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is top of the top. Who? Dean Wedrick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gilbert. This Thank is an exciting you. week for you, I, I know, because uh, Leon's fighting. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, Leon being the champ kind of reopens up that top five to get title shots again. Now that Usman's out of there, it's like a 
Yeah. It it really does. And I don't even need Gilbert or I don't need Leon to even like win some of these fights. I'm just excited to see them. Like I'm excited for a, yeah. uh, a Leon Gilbert fight. I'm excited for a Leon against uh Shavkot fight. I think they're, I mean, cause a lot of these fights in, uh, a lot of these title fights in the Walter Wade division have just been, you know, Kamaro putting you up against the fence, his wrestling, people being afraid yeah. of getting taken down. It's, they've been like boring title fights. He's kind of been doing the the Izzy thing for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's like frustrating fights. It's kind of it's you know I now that I think about it, I haven't been as frustrated about a fight uh, like this like this past weekend with Marab and Peter on since uh, probably the Leon fight with Kamaru. Just because it's that like it's just grinding and shooting takedowns, getting stuffed on some, shooting again, shooting again, shooting again. It's uh, it's not. There's no fan service at all in their in their styles. But what about his cardio? His cardio is insane. His cardio is out of this cardio. world. He's he lives in Colorado. <laughs> he lives in Colorado. That's what he does. He's from Georgia. He's got cardio. Yeah. Um, dude, his cardio is a weapon. It is, but it's not a weapon when you're unconscious on the floor from a beautiful one-two head kick. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I, I think was about, I was talking about Marab. Oh, oh, I was yeah. I was saying like Kamaro's not from Georgia. What are you talking? About? I was talking about Marab's cardio. You My said bad. It's not. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Marab Kamaro, same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, uh, that's a weird situation. You saw what Dana said. Yeah. Do you do you agree? Because I see kind of like split on uh, both sides that like Dana basically said uh, it's a pretty stupid decision to not fight Aljo. All right, when I was listening to Ray Longo and Matt Sarah talking about it, they're like, "What? They're like, what is Dana talking about? Marab's <laughs> not even gonna get a title fight for like six more years. Like, yeah. I mean, they didn't say six <laughs> years, but they're like, he yeah. just beat Peter, you know, Peter Yan." And they were talking about Sanhagen and Shido above him. Like, they're like one of those guys and O'Malley and Cejudo. Like, they're naming all these people who are based definitely more in line for yeah. getting the, Marab, the the title fight than Marab is right now. And not that Marab, I mean, I know the win streak he's on and he's beat amazing people and champions. And But there are, you know, there's a Corey Sanhagen, Shido Vera fight going down. There's the, you know, Cejudo and Aljo, and you got Sean O'Malley. So I, I'm with them on he's not really even in the discussion right now, right or wrong. Right. Yeah. No, right or wrong. But there's also not, and I agree with like I don't see any problem with him not fighting. I understand the that it's it's gonna be hard to fight a teammate, especially them. Like that's a different kind of relationship. Uh but the argument is basically like, do you wanna keep kind of clearing out contenders essentially for him and you're not getting paid you know as a champion you're not getting recognized as like uh-huh. oh you're clearing out the division you know it's kind of just you're another guy at 35 especially with how competitive it is at 35 who knows if he keeps this spot any longer uh just because there's all these young guys coming up you know well let's talk about it let's say he okay marab's not fighting for a title what yeah. happens with marab next I've got some thoughts. What do you got? Well, winner. Okay, so let's say, let's say Sanhagen loses right now. Next I didn't know this either. Marab is number one. What? I don't know how. Because he's the number one contender. He is the number one contender. They drop Sean O'Malley number two, Cheetos number three, Peter Young's number four. Um. Because huh. I guess how when you that beat a former champion, pretty undisputed you just get the number one oh really i guess i mean sean like i still don't think he won so i guess if you're looking at like he had a better win over who was the number one guy i don't know all right that's kind of that's pretty interesting that shakes it up yeah he literally is number one he could if he was anybody else he could call for a title fight right now yeah and then also they just announced Cejudo and Sterling, which we didn't. I don't think was out yet. Last episode. Is it actually official? Yeah, 
They, it's in New Jersey, UFC 288. What, what happens wants, if um, Cejudo wins? Cejudo wants Marab to be the backup. Because he feels like that's easy. Easy money? He thinks everything's easy money. Dude, it might be for Henry. So as much as I don't like him, he is a really, really, really good fighter. And Dude, good coach. Honestly, him, do, him doing his YouTube channel has made me start liking him. Yeah, the cringy stuff is... I don't like the cringy stuff. But him, when he's just like giggly Henry Cejudo, yeah. he sounds like yeah. Elmo and he gives good fight advice. So I don't mind him there. Um, Dude, he's going to kick your ass for that Elmo remark. <laughs> 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 Dude, I you know I'm a Sterling fan. Mm-hmm. I'm, he's been top three favorite fighters, top four favorite fighters. I don't in think your, he wins in this your one. whole life. Yeah, I've been on an Aljo train since what, like 2017. Basically, he got knocked out by Marlon, and that was like, damn, like that one hurt me that he got knocked out mm-hmm. by Marlon. I that was actually but, a, but you love not 2017. I love Marlon too. I, but I, I mean, I wasn't as familiar with Marlon Marlon at that time. Uh-huh. I had been a start because I'm kind of people kind of forget because of the whole Piorian thing. Piorian thing. Aljo yeah. has been like, uh, you know, top three, top three, top four title contender for most of his career. Um, he's just had like little setbacks that he didn't get to it. But I mean, he's been at the very top of the division for a long time, and at 135, it's not you know. Oh, I was right. It was 2017. Yeah, but Aljo is. Cream of the crop. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, like I don't know about the Cejudo fight. And then what, is, what happens with Cejudo? Like, is he... Because I kind of feel like he's in that John situation where he, like, he just wants to go do it again. But are you right. going to stick around and fight, you know, murderer's row of contenders right now? In probably the most dangerous division in the sport? How long does somebody you... need to stick around? So you're not pissed off at them. Three fights? I think three fights is fair. Yeah. Because three fights, I'm... you take out the majority of a top five. Um, That's true. That is some basic math there. Yeah. But does he want to go through three more camps? I mean, he's, what, 35, 36? It's not Is easy it? for him to get to bantamweight. You know, it's not like he's doing light cuts. These are massive yeah, cuts. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like if he won that belt, he would just try to go up to fight uh, Volkanovski. See, I think Volk, I think Volk definitely beats Cejudo. <laughs> I think you know who I as don't much think? who. I think uh, Cejudo thinks that he wins that fight. Of course, of course, but the, <laughs> the, it's seeing what he did with Islam. There's no way, just on a physical level, that he's going to be able to. You know, maybe it'll be tough, but. Uh, I mean, so who has struggled with dude's strength at 25, at 135? Volk is, like, essentially an 170-pound man fighting at featherweight. Uh, yeah. that That's a bad matchup. But I could definitely see him uh, beating Aljo just off. I don't know. That's, a, that's an interesting fight now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Henry. Come on. Uh, Henry, come on, man. <laughs> Henry, come on, man. But uh, I think that's enough on these damn bantamweights. I think we can get back to uh, this weekend. Yeah. Let's do it. I feel like every, the last th- three or four episodes, we end up talking about 135. Yeah, we're just 135 wannabes. It's if just so I interesting, only, man. It's like there's always something massive going pounds. on. Yeah. <laughs> but I can only it's get always, a bit smaller. Have you seen that Khabib thing where he says, big, big drama show? That's 135. Really? Yeah. Big, big drama show. That's funny. (laughs) Um, You sound just like Khabib. Exactly. I've been working on that for years. (laughs) This is number one bullshit. That's what he says. (laughs) Let's give our our picks. Let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. You see? I got all of them. I got all of them. Send me location. Send me location. You sound like a you sound like a like Mario and Luigi doing Habib. Yeah, yeah. That's like Borat in there for some reason. That was a heavily yes, offensive impression. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> Great success. Okay, uh, we I talked like. about 
I like. Very nice. <laughs> High five. Um, <laughs> I gotta get those. Yeah, I gotta get all. The, this is my wife. I gotta get all these sound bites for Borat. <laughs> you um, want to well, talk now? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the headliner. Yeah. Uh, Comain, Mister self-proclaimed most violent man in the UFC. I don't argue. Versus that. He's officially said the most entertaining fighter to ever step in the octagon in the UFC. Dude, I mean, every single fight he's been in has been an absolute banger. He said that there hasn't been a single boring fight. Day. And yeah. he said that so with such confidence. I was like, yes. John. Were you around for the, the, the whole Eddie Alvarez era where they were fighting nope. for most violent no. men in the UFC? No. That I wasn't. is probably the most exciting time to be a fan, uh, especially of lightweight. Because that was yeah. basically like this like MMA love triangle of Dustin Poirier, Eddie Alvarez, and Justin Gaethje beating the living shit out of each other for like, I think, three, four, five fights in a row. Uh, and it was just awesome. It was just like the greatest fights back to back to back to back to back. I need to go back. I don't know. It was a good time. I would, to any MMA fan kind of like getting into uh, spe- specifically the UFC. I would go back and watch that era of Justin Gaethje versus Eddie Alvarez one and two. Uh, I'm sorry, they didn't fight twice. I don't think uh, Dustin Dustin Poirier and Eddie Alvarez fought twice because um, the first time ended I think in a, in a, a legal knee, but then the rematch was also awesome. So I just recommend that era. But uh, anyway, this fight Justin Thank Gaethje you. versus yeah Rafael Fiziev. Who you got? I like that whole speech you gave about Justin, but I really got Rafael Fazib. Yeah, I do. me too. I really do. I think he's uh I think he's a problem. I even think if Justin wasn't uh, in the fight this weekend, Justin would pick Rafael. He's like a fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he I really. I haven't is. seen like, the media yet. Dude, they asked him. They're like, "So who's the second most entertaining fighter?" And he goes, "Well, if Fazib keeps doing what he's doing, he will be." <laughs> yeah, Fazib is violent. For sure. He yeah. throws everything so hard and so precise. Yeah. I mean, like, as much as RDA is older and, like, at the end of his career, knocking him out is very impressive. Yeah, he's so and fast. stopping, what, like, 20 takedowns? Right. He looks very complete, that fight. Yeah, he's got a... He's got the confidence that you would want to have if you were getting into a fight with Justin Gaethje. Yeah. And he's got a cool man bun. I've, I've never he? seen someone pull off a man bun, but... uh I've been told that I would pull off the man bun, so you, but I'll let him. I'll let him have it. I'll let him have it. You should do it for for Fazeev Fight Week. You just pull up next episode with a man bun. Let's just do it. Well, damn, I it. should have done it for this one. <laughs> Let's just end the episode and redo it with you in a man bun. Fan we'll be right service. Back in five minutes. This we'll sponsor right is brought back. to you by Manscaped. <laughs> by Blue Chew. Blue Chew. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got Fazib. How? Okay, I also have been struggling on this. Do you think he can finish Gaethje? I think he can. I think he can finish anybody. Cause he's he's uh, he obviously hits really hard. Uh, he's he's technical, but he is kind of a like I'll put it on you until you break instead of like I'm gonna hit you with one punch flatline you kind of. Yeah, but I think he could also still get a. Very technical, you know, head kick that there's nothing you can do about it. Because I think if he engages in that kind of fight, it opens it up for Gaethje uh, a lot more than if he's able to get him out early. Or some body shots that just shut him down. Yeah. I mean, Justin Gaethje is a zombie. Because, I mean, unless you're Charles Oliveira or Khabib, you you know. Yeah, but there's also a lot of wear and tear at this point. Tons. Dude, you know he's Mexican. He's like full on Mexican. What do you mean full on? Is he his mom Mexican? is Mexican? It's not like like I'm pretty sure he speaks Spanish or at least a little bit. No, I think he does. I I, I do know that. So like he's got that blood, dude. Yeah, and that American wrestling blood too. Like this dude is built to just take absurd amount of damage. He's not like Yair Rodriguez Mexican though. No, no, no. I mean that's that's literally full on Mexican. 
But that's what you just called him. <laughs> but this is more he's like, really, look, he's more Mexican than you would think. He's if, more Mexican than me, is what you're saying. Yeah, definitely more Mexican. For sure. I agree. No, He's I, more Mexican I, I think, than a lot of people who aren't Mexican. That's, yeah, that's true. No <laughs> argument there. No. Facts. That's yeah. what the kids say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's an exciting fight. Uh, the third one from the top is Gunnar Nelson and Brian Bam Bam Barbarina. That's a lot of Bs. Bam 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 Barbarina. Bam 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 Barbarina. I got Gunnar Nelson. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Gunnar's had a weird uh, career. So is Brian. Yeah, but Brian's. You know, Brian's like, uh, we know what kind of fighter he is. It's kind of like a, he's going to stand and bang and then outlast you. But Gunner is pretty dynamic. You know, he's got great jujitsu. His striking's right. pretty nice. At one point, he looked like a real prospect, but he's kind of just been, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. Do you, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Where do you think Gunner Nelson's submission. ceiling is? I think he's, well, first, I think he's going to win by submission. I think that, Sub, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's his path to victory. I, his ceiling? I don't know. I think he's got to be in there more to get a, a good feel of it. Yeah, because he was out, for, I think, two, maybe three years. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. At, if You know, if he beats uh, Brian and then fights again in a few months against somebody yeah. higher, then we'll see. Because looking at it now, his only losses are to Damian Maya when, Maya, you know, Maya was like... Probably the best jiu-jitsu player in the game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It's also early in his career, so, you know, he messed Uh up or whatever. And then, other than that, his only other losses are to the current champ, Leon Edwards, and Gilbert Burns, who he went to decision with. Uh So, you know, it's not like he's getting washed out by bums or something. He's he's fighting literally the top five in the the division. Wait, so Gilbert beat him? Gilbert beat him, yeah. But, I mean, okay. to survive who's, Gilbert who's Burns beat, for though? a full fight. Who's, who's Gunner beat that's impressive? He beat Alan Joban, uh, Albert Tumanov. Uh, he beat uh, Cowboy Oliveira. I, that's so sad that he's gone, by the way. Mm. He was such a fun fight every time. Uh, and then he beat Takashi Sato last fight. So, good wins. Are they, though? Like, they're not wins, yeah. like... Obviously, yeah, they're but, not top 15 wins or something like that. But, I mean, it's not bums. You know, these are tough guys. You know, that he's, he's, a, he's like a minus 400 against Brian Bar- Bam Bam Barmarino. Yeah, I mean, his jiu-jitsu is that good. Interesting. And Brian has never been <laughs> known for his jiu-jitsu, to nope, be fair. He's a, he's a Bam Bammer. Yeah. Well, I think if I he does decide to... Yeah, if he decides to strike for whatever stupid reason, then Brian's got a chance. But I think it's uh, Iceland's taking home a win. I hope it's entertaining. I hope so, too. It probably won't be. Uh, <laughs> Gunner's probably just going to either sub him quick or kind of grind him out on the ground the whole fight. Pause. Yeah. Um. And then I think we could just close out the main card because the rest of this card is kind of... Go for Jennifer it. Jennifer Maya versus Casey O'Neill at flyweight. What happened with Jennifer Maya, man? What happened with Casey O'Neill? Well, she just hasn't been fighting. <laughs> but she's great. Yeah. No, she is great. She's undefeated. But like, Jennifer Maya at one point was fighting for the title. And yeah. then it's just been completely quiet ever since, like... Um, women's MMA is, uh, inconsistent. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, I've got a Casey O'Neill for sure. You know, now I that I that. think about it, what the hell happened to Manon Fio- Fioro? Fioro? Yeah, she's coming back. She's in the conversation piece for title. It's like basically her, Blanchfield, and, um, Tyler Santos well, now. I keep seeing people say give Blanchfield the next shot after the Valentina thing, but 
Technically, yeah. Manon should get it first. She beat Caitlyn Chukagi, the number one. I don't disagree. I think that that's uh. But like, she doesn't but, get mean, talked about at all. Yeah, but the thing is, that division is now so exciting. It really is. Oh yeah, like that division is. You know, you, even if you do the rematch of Valentina and Alexa Grasso, you got Tyler Santos, mm-hmm. Aaron Blanchfield, and Mano Fior. Fior, whatever. You know, I'm not French, but that's okay. Um, you got all of them right there in the wings that can all basically get in there and fight for a title shot. Dude, and and uh, I think if Rose ever comes back, I think it'll more than likely be at 125, which is also a whole other, you know, throwing her in the mix there is pretty nuts. And she's the best. Yeah, I mean, regardless of how her last fight went, Rose is, you know. The best. Yeah. I think she'd still be champion right now. Because she's the best. Because she's the best. She is the best. That fight is so... Fr- I can't... I don't even want to talk about that. Freaking fight. That fight was also the best. Yeah. That fight was the best fight ever that anyone <laughs> has ever watched before. Man, And Pat Barry is okay. the greatest head coach of all time. Do you even know my the best reference? Rose saying she's the best? Yeah. Or the Foo Fighter song where he says the best. No, um, no, it's when Rose is walking out to the octopus. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best." I'm not a casual. I understand these things. (laughs) If I didn't get that, that'd be pretty disappointing. It, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be good. No. Um. All right. Yeah, I got Casey O'Neill. Who you got for uh, Roma Delice versus Marvin Vittori? Dude, I think Georgia's going two and zero in two weeks. I think Roman. Is on a freaking wrecking path right now, if that's even a phrase. Dude, he's definitely on a wrecking path. Yeah. And I like Marvin. I think he's the orc of the division. He's really tough. I think he'll probably stay around the top just because how tough he is. Never lost Uh, two in a row. No. But, yeah, I don't see it happening for him. Uh, I just – I don't see any area in the fight. Where Marvin could really dominate it. You know, like, I feel like striking-wise, he'll, he can make it close. I feel like grappling-wise, I don't know if he wants to go down there with Roman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, there's no, like, real advantage for him in this fight. He's not even bigger than Roman. Uh, yeah, this is just, like, a tough matchup for, for Marvin. So we've, but, we've agreed on all of these. Yeah, because I'm agreeable, man. <laughs> you know, now that we've gained success, I'm just gonna be a yes man. No so more you're controversy. Saying the parlay to make here would be Roman Delete say versus Casey O'Neill versus. And well, then, uh, then I mean, I think it's time either. for. Uh, I think it's time for. Was that the whole main card? Blind dog bets. Hey, what's up? I'm Jared, and welcome to another edition of Blind Dog Bets. In this week, we've got UFC 286, and uh, yeah, I want to break it down for you and just tell you the parlay to take, because Sal and I were just going through our fight picks, and uh, so far, we've got a nice parlay of uh, Roman Delice, and I think he is an underdog. I think he's about like a plus 200 or something like that, something around there, which is pretty nice, because yeah. he's on a plus three-fight streak. I mean, more than three-fight win streak. He might be on, like, a 50-fight win streak. Who even knows? Who knows what this guy's up to in his off time? We don't know. He's awesome, though. Roman, Casey O'Neill, and I like her odds. It's, like, only, like, a minus 160, minus 150. I don't know. I don't know where you make your bets, but somewhere around there, which is pretty good odds for somebody who's undefeated in uh, women's MMA. And uh, then after that, I would uh, definitely do Rafael Fazib think he's gonna definitely uh get the win against justin gaethje and uh i can't go against leon edwards i think lightning is gonna strike twice and it might be a dominant victory for him outside of the altitude because uh i think this is gonna be uh he's gonna be and still and that parlay will bring you to a nice juicy plus money parlay do it Also, disclaimer, don't listen to him. <laughs> oh, shit. Not this. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Jared of Blind Dog Bets. Blind Dog Bets. 
Dude, I mean, quick, efficient, simple, clean. <laughs> this guy does it all. Uh, now that I'm looking at, because you said he might be on a 50-fight win streak, the only man <laughs> to ever defeat Roman Delice is our uh, former guest, Trevin Giles. How about oh, that? No way. Yeah. Dude, that's his only awesome. loss. That's right, so, Trevin. Uh, we're just visionaries like that, you know? Yeah, we bring on killers. Yeah. Just straight killers. K- killers! Um, but yeah, that's this weekend's card. I'm pretty excited for it. No I other fights some... you're excited for? Huh? There's no other fights on this card that you're excited for, is there? Not a single other fight that I am. <laughs> like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. For sure. Uh, Makayev is fighting. No, I... That's probably, you know, always exciting. I know no, Jack I, Shore I... is fighting. He's a good fighter. Yeah, Jake Hadley's um, fighting. Yeah, so there's like good, uh, there's good fights. Ludovic Klein. Ludovic Klein, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, this is one of those. Wood. One of those, you know. Who's on that card? One of those. <laughs> Can we get to the next fight? It's like, who's, who's that guy? Uh, he's fighting. Uh, it's one of those. Hey, next week we got Sanhagen versus uh, Cheetah. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those, like, halfway through the card. That you're like, oh my god, I can't believe this is, uh, or like I can't wait still, for still Corey versus, still on TV. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I'm still watching this. Which and also just a reminder, all you U.S. fans out here, uh, on Eastern Time, it is an afternoon card, so clear your Saturday, because uh, you know you don't want to mishap on miss. some scheduling and then you miss Leon Edwards versus. Usman three, yeah. I, mean, I don't ridiculous. like these. Uh, yeah, I don't like these super fans. These you know hardcores talking about how it's a terrible time for a fight. It it makes right. it sound like they have more important things to do, which I don't believe at all. And yeah. it's like, yeah, they're just lying. We know that the most important thing in every person who's getting on YouTube and doing MMA content, the most uh-huh. important thing in their week is an MMA fight and it doesn't matter what time it's on. Exactly. Yeah. I mean yeah, like what your 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 five o'clock tea time with your boys is off? I mean yeah. come on. Yeah, what Let's do you be honest fo- here. You gotta force them with some yeah with with yeah. you know playing wow. some golf. It's not at all where I was going, but that's where you went. No I'm, golf. They call it a foursome when you're out playing eight. Oh for real? Holes. Yeah. You play with you know three other dudes. That's a foursome. I'm not t- get your mind out of the gutter, Sal. <laughs> to be get fair, <laughs> to be fair, I mean it sounds pretty ridiculous. Get your mind out of the gutter, you young Jesus. whippersnapper. Everything is porn for this young generation. <laughs> <laughs> These nuts, <laughs> <laughs> got him. <you. laughs> That's my favorite sound clip. Who is that? That's the D's Nuts guy. That's what he goes by. Dude, it's actually kind of sad <laughs> like and hilarious at the same time, but he lives in Las Vegas, uh, and he essentially just like is on the street all the time, and if you go up to him and give him money, he'll say D's Nuts on camera. Dude, you ever been, uh, you ever been on the streets of Las Vegas? It's not too no, sad. It's not. only It only gets to about 120 degrees for like six months out of the year. It's not that sad. Mm, that sounds awesome. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah, it's I don't know. I think the only time I'll be going to Vegas is uh, probably for a UFC fight. No, nah, man. You got to stay up at a blackjack table till you know, six in the morning, four nights in a row. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Nah, I don't know. It doesn't seem that ex- exciting if you're under 18, I guess. You'll be um, 21 soon. Three years is not that soon. For I mean, we'll still years? be friends, right? Yeah, <laughs> we'll still be doing the podcast <laughs> with like maybe fifty views. What do you like, mean? You got like hundred last there? week. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna decline. They're just gonna stop liking us. How do they What you say? Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to hear <laughs> We're gonna at that point either. <laughs> rapidly age in the next three years. <laughs> yeah, in three years, I'm gonna be eighty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember um, when we had Stephen Ocho Peterson? <laughs> and not the boy Cano. 
When's he fighting? <laughs> he um, said he'd come on. <laughs> he gave you fire emojis. <laughs> um, okay, did he beat Zarukian? <laughs> I have a couple more things written down. Yeah. Um, just then, just because we were just on the topic of USC two eighty six. Uh, do you think? Because this is what I think should happen. I think the winner of Fazeev and Justin should fight Dustin Poirier. Hundred percent agree. I don't even have much uh, more take on it than that. I just want that. I think I agree. I think that's it, dude. Like, it's Dustin. It might not be his most favorite matchup to take, but I think that's all that's left, pretty much at fifty five. That's a yeah, top but, five matchup. But Neil's fighting Islam. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. The, unfortunately, Dustin Poirier is not going to get a title shot next. Uh, but I think if he win, if he uh, fights Fazeev or Justin and wins that, then you give him the shot. Let's just do it. So basically, what you're saying is, it's just like one more fight before Fazeev gets the title shot. K- yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, if you could beat Dustin and then Justin Poirier. It's like, I mean, who else? Yeah, he's uh, he's right there. He definitely right is. I, what's weird is like, okay, Benil beats, like, let's say Benil loses to Islam and it, Islam mm-hmm. keeps the belt. I mean, we all want to see Volkanovski against Islam again. But yeah. let's say Benil loses. Does Benil then have to fight Fazib or does Fazib jump over Benil for a title shot? Hmm, that's interesting. Um, I guess you can... It, it's really up to... Because Benil is on a weird schedule fight-wise because I, I think he does Ramadan, right? Uh, or no. I mean, let's just say yes. That might be Islam. For the, for the sake of what you're saying, let's say yes. But yeah, even if even if not that, he he takes a lot of time to get ready. He just He'll always kind of need like three, four months of a camp uh, before he commits to anything. So it's hard to just book him. So I, it's like, how long do you want to keep Aziz in the prime of his career on the shelf? Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to keep. Fifty-five him to be fluctuates so much. Yeah, I would love for him to be the champion over Islam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think anybody. <laughs> just Islam <laughs> haters, dude. For no reason. I even like. I like Islam, and I'm an Islam hater somehow. Tell me how that works. Um. How does you don't have to work? literally tell me how that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, on the topic of 55, did you see the uh, Conor McGregor interview with Robbie from Barstool Sports? No. I thought it was pretty pleasant. I thought it was the most genuine Conor McGregor interview that we've had maybe since like those early aerial interviews. Dude, I'm not a casual. I click over Conor McGregor interviews. I thought it was cool because he oh, hasn't done an out. interview in forever. Like he did one with with, that, uh, with Oscar. I'm talking about like that was kind of like quick. Fox, like basement or something that show. Yeah, I don't even yeah, watch that show or like that yeah, guy that much. But I thought it was a good interview. That guy works for Barstool. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Everybody works for Barstool. Dude, I've been scratching my head on why that guy gets clicks. Yeah. No, he's Barstool affiliated. All right. Well, I guess I'll. I guess yeah. I'll have to accept because it's not good. Dude. Like even Chael went into studio there, and I was like, "Why? Yeah. Why Chael? Why?" Dude, we might be owned by Barstool. Who knows? I think everything <laughs> is owned by Barstool. We should just start doing our show sitting on bar stools. Yeah, yeah, and just like wearing Dave Portnoy masks or something, doing pizza. Yeah. Let's just rip off Barstool, and then we'll <laughs> get there someday. Pizza. We should yeah. just eat pizza on a bar stool. People like to watch people eat. That's like the new yeah. thing. It is the thing. I think those videos are pretty entertaining. Oh I think he's gosh. annoying sometimes, but those are funny. Oh, I thought you were talking about just people in general eating. No, no, no. Specifically the oh. the Portnoy pizza interviews are <laughs> <or> reviewed. <laughs> Dude, I bet Pablo is watching people eat right now. Nah, Pablo won't eat anything. No, but maybe he likes to watch people eat on the internet. Maybe. He watches experimental jazz videos. It's it, kind really? of just like, yeah, it's his thing. Just, uh, of, uh, or like memes of Thundercat. No, like um, no, like, like, like deep uh, 
obscure, crazy jazz licks and stuff. What's he playing? Obscure, crazy jazz licks and stuff. No, but on, on bass? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he transposes or he writes them down, like transcribes them. Uh-huh. And then he freaking plays them. Pretty sad. getting pretty nasty on the bass? He's getting pretty wicked, bro. He's getting pretty really? wicked. Next, jam, really? next jam's going to be fun. Full oh. shizzle. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I can't Full wait. Full shizzle. Um, I just have a couple more things. Yeah. Nothing big, but uh, Alistair Overeem, who's been mentioned on this channel before, shockingly got suspended by Glory for a failed drug test. Shockingly. Dude, I didn't know he was ever on the juice. I thought he was a clean athlete. <laughs> I thought he was clean. Um, Wait, with Glory? Glory tests? Yeah. I guess. That's, what, that's why I wrote it down because I was like, I thought Glory doesn't care. Because, I mean, yeah, I Rico, Verho- yeah, Rico Verhoeven looks like a Greek god. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I thought they didn't um, care. What's a suspension? Like, a week? One year. Really? Which is pretty significant when you're 85 years old. <laughs> That's brutal, dude. <laughs> He's old. Alistair has been Book fighting him. for so long. So, so <laughs> long. No wonder none of our guests will come on. They hear your clips. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. I mean, uh, that's what I do. That's I keep it I real here. But it's factual. I mean, he's literally pretty old for uh, <laughs> being a fighter. He's up there. Yeah. Straight up I mean, OG. Yeah, he's so old. He needs to be on testosterone. Yeah. He's been on um, testosterone for so long. Why? He's only 42. I thought he was a lot older. You thought he was older than 42? Yeah, I thought he was a lot older. He's been fighting forever. Yeah. What did he get caught for? Uh, Let me look. Because that, I do not know. They get caught for creatine. (laughs) Those damn amino acids. (laughs) The the BCAs. They're taking over the game. The the beta alanine. Uh, Okay. He... So his last win was also overturned. Um. <laughs> yes, they have not announced what his um the what the substance is, but he tested positive <laughs> for a banned substance. It's like crystal meth. <laughs> crystal meth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh and then last thing I have written down, this is pretty big. Sean Strickland is back on Twitter and it's just madness. <laughs> What's it's he doing? just straight madness I don't know talking about conspiracy theories and the January 6th thing like he's just everything he's been holding in for all these years is leaking out on Twitter right now is he holding was he holding it in for years or is he just speaking to his audience well I mean just he, ne- he there was no platform where he could just c- consistently like you know put it out there I think Sean because I think he was he banned. Be, yeah, but I think he actually is a very smart businessman. And I think that Sean realizes who he resonates with. And I think mm. that this is his way to maintain his fan base. Is to yeah. by being crazy, saying crazy shit, and putting it out there. Talking about, you know, storming the Capitol building in a do-rag <laughs> while having, you know... Deshaun Strickland. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Strickland as Chris Curtis named it's hilarious. Him. I think... Yeah, I think that that's the way. I really do. I think it is the way. I like it. The way, the way, the way. Well, I think this was a good episode. Come on, Sean. Come on, Sean. I think this was a good (laughs) one. I think we've been getting better. You know, people evolve in the fight game. We evolve in the podcast game. And the thing is, people are giving us a fighting chance. I know, right? How how nice is that, finally? Yeah. You guys are... uh, Thank you for giving us that fighting chance. We give you a fighting oh. chance, and we don't. Yeah, we just do. Exactly. We just do. Take take my we word just, for it. That's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> but yeah, if, if we're wrapping it up, I just want to say thank you for listening. Please uh, like, share, subscribe, ring that bell for notifications. We'll be back. You know, we do this every week. Sometimes there's guests. Sometimes there's just Sal and I. And, uh, yeah, have a great week and enjoy the fights. Yeah.
definitely enjoy the fights. And uh, thank you guys for giving us a fighting chance. Chance! 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 <laughs>